what's good? Yeah. Is that what what's good? I don't know. What is good? When did you start saying what's good? So I've been listening to Waypoint podcasts, I think. Ah, <laughs> there it is. There it is. That's that East Coast thing. Yeah, I was going to say, has someone been watching some Fresh Prince reruns? See, there you go. Mm-hmm. It's an East Coast thing. I've caught that before. Uh, what's good? Uh, what's good is that it's 128 of episode of We Were Gamers, a podcast. What's not good are my elbows. Your elbows aren't good? My friends, uh, I mention this not as a humble brag, but... Uh, I started doing some exercises again, finally, after having children, um, getting my workout on a little. Mm-hmm. Everything in my body feels like it has tendinitis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, just, it's not, yeah, uh, don't stop working out, people. That's my advice to you. I guess the... The muscles one typically works out are not necessarily the same ones that your children force you to use. No, mostly that's your biceps. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah, oof. What is good? How are you guys? Uh, I'm doing pretty all right. Uh, how about you, JJ? Michael? Yeah, it's me. Uh, yeah, I'm also doing pretty well. It was a, it was a good weekend. That's Michael. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I had some family in town for a uh, unfortunate funeral, but we had a good time uh, hanging out with my cousins and stuff until one of them broke my shower. What now? Welcome to leveling up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Figured we'll just jump right in here. Uh, yeah, I have two, you know, the my home has two showers in it, uh, as most, you know, two bathroom homes do. Uh, and the guest shower obviously gets used quite a bit less than the master shower. Um, but they're basically the same thing. The guest has a tub attached, so you can, you know, it's a shower tub combo situation. Um, and you know, the morning, uh, after they showed up, you know, we hung out that night, uh, had some drinks, had a great time. And then the next morning they were taking a shower and then like, (laughs) I I was sleeping late, so it wasn't even an issue. I just want to know how. Uh, my cousin comes running out of the bathroom with a towel around her and is like, uh, how do you turn it off? <laughs> that is never a good question. And we're like, here. you just push the handle the opposite direction that you turned it on from? It's real simple. Uh, so apparently it broke in the on direction, uh, which is real unfortunate. Uh, so we are, I ordered the, uh, replacement part. It is the same kind of shower situation, which maybe early listeners of the podcast remember broke in my master shower Very a couple of years listeners. ago. Yeah. That's a treat for all you real old time listeners. Taking it way back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I literally went to the same website and ordered the same part, <laughs> uh, but it's, uh, it's a slow boat. Uh, to me, so unfortunately, we are having to live with the sound of the water running uh, until we turn the outside water on and off uh, at various points in the day. Oh, oh, so you have to boy. you have to go outside to the main shut off. Yep, there is really? unfortunately no access to that shower outside of the main. It's very annoying. If you disassemble the handle, mm-hmm, which I did, 
how how long are we talking before this part gets to you? Like uh, early next week, hopefully. It might not be worth this amount of work, but if you were to disassemble this thing, could you easily sweat caps over the copper? Sweat caps? I know what a cap is. Uh, could you solder caps over the copper? No. Uh, that would be... It's a the cartridge that is uh, plugged into it that like regulates whether you get the hot or the cold and the on and the off is yeah. like this one piece that plugs in between three pipes on a flat surface. And that cartridge is the thing that's broken. So yeah. if I take that off, it's f- a flat surface. So I would have to solder over a flat surface and then take it back off again to make it work. Well, uh, yeah, but then at least you would be able to use your rest of your house without turning your water on and off. Yeah. Uh, I did not consider that. I considered making like a rubber gasket out of some rubber stuff that we had and like putting that on. Um, but I decided I wasn't, I was more afraid of leaking water inside the walls. That rubber gasket would leak instantly. The pressure in your house is like a minimum 80. Yeah. So, uh, you're not going to hold that together. Yeah. Is there a is there a shut off on your master shower that you can access more easily? Could you swap the one you put in there into the one that's leaking? Oh, I didn't consider that. Um, that is a much better solution than if it's the same part. Soldering copper, like I thought. Um, but it is the same part. But uh, no, there's also not a shut off for that one either because ah, those two are back to back to each other. I wonder uh, why there's no shut off valves for the your yeah. showers. All the other appliances in there have them, like the sink and the toilets and stuff, but the showers don't. Yeah. There should be a small door on... If they're back-to-back, there should have been a small door somewhere in between the two rooms that had shutoffs. There's no room in between those two rooms. Right, right. So I'm saying on one of the sides of the wall. The outside wall? Uh, hmm? There's, there's no, like, wall in between those... Like, unless it's behind my refrigerator, which maybe I guess it is. I didn't look back there. Possible. Or it's on the outside wall of the house or back in behind the closet. It's There's also a chance there's nothing there, but many, many times there's a small little metal door down near the floor on hmm. the backside. The, behind that wall is the master shower. Eesh. So. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Ooh. bummer. Ultra bummer. Yes. Sorry, my friend. Well, it is what it is. Not great. My uh, my weekend also involved uh, broken plumbing in the bathroom, though not ours, fortunately. Yay, but that's it also went into your apartment, I'm guessing? No, no. Fortunately, it wasn't here. We were... So, this weekend was my uh, 10-year college reunion. So, you broke someone else's shower. So, we were up in the Bay Area, <laughs> and we had... Um, We'd booked a room with a um, a jet tub in it, um, just because the wife this wanted. This goes as horribly <laughs> wrong as I hope. So they they caught it before anything happened, but we're checking in, and the guy at the desk looks at our looks at our room number as he's you know putting the cards into the machine, um, the door key cards, and he say, he looks up at us and he says. Neither of you was planning on using the tub, were you? And we look at each other because that was the only reason why we had booked the room that we had. And we just sort of say, yes. And he says, oh, 
he looks at us and he says, oh, there's a problem with that room. If you use the jetted tub, water starts pouring down into the lobby. Use it. <laughs> use the tub. Revenge. It it almost happened. Oh, man. So you didn't yeah. get a jet tub? No, no, there was no jet tub. So you got a refund. Yeah. Mm, yeah, he at least did say him. that. He's like, well, if you just, you know, call into Expedia, they'll they'll arrange to to let us refund part of your reservation. Well, that'd be good. I do not have a plumbing story for this week, though I'm sure it's only a matter of time. I think it's a feature of the game Gwent that they now have a separate game called Thronebreaker. Or am I wrong? Is Gwent a feature of Thronebreaker? It's probably... That way is actually probably a better way of putting it. Uh, so I, I've been playing some of that Thronebreaker. Uh, the game is apparently rather long, uh, up to 30 or more hours. Um, so I've only played it for a few here. Um, but the, the I will say the my least favorite part of it so far is playing the Gwent. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> is that is that a good thing for the rest of the game? They do the story stuff and the characters are so much more interesting than the actual gameplay of playing the game. And they do like really? yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh and they do a good job of uh making the stuff more interesting and like there's a lot of like puzzle type situations where you have to like beat this specific deck that does this specific different thing. Uh, and you're only given certain cards or whatever, so it's kind of like figure out how to make, you know, the pieces fit together or whatever. Um, and maybe that'll change as it goes on where I start playing actual real Gwent for a while. Um, but I haven't had to do that yet very much. Um, but I, the story is good. The characters are good. I like it. You know, you play as uh, Queen Meave of Lyria and Rivia, which are two of the northern kingdoms in the lore of the world of the Witcher. Uh, and you know, you are the queen of that area and you are coming back from a meeting, uh, of the various Northern kingdoms, monarchs, uh, you know, and you're on some adventures. There's bandits in your territory. Your son is ruling at home and not doing a very good job and intrigue is afoot and so forth. Uh, and I like reading it and you talk to your characters in your camp, you know, while you're drinking ale and there's, you know, story beats that happen as you, meet up with your various uh, compatriots and stuff. So it's not voiced, it's all text. Oh, no, no, there's tons of voice. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, I wouldn't say everything is voiced. Uh, Like, all the text is not necessarily, but, you know, certainly the main characters, anytime it brings up kind of the uh, animated, but in, like, a very stylish kind of way, uh, moving portraits. Oh, that Blizzard uh, Diablo moving portrait thing? Not quite like that. Um, I if if anyone watches some video of Thronebreaker, you'll kind of understand what I say. It's almost cell shaded, but not quite. The characters move a little more than that. Uh, have a little more detail than than cell shading. Mm-hmm. It's hard to describe, but it's a very unique look to this. Uh, and then you actually play the Gwent, and the Gwent looks completely different than what I remember previous Gwent looking like. But so, maybe what new Gwent looks like. Yes, it looks very much like what new Gwent looks like. Uh, so if people are out there playing current free-to-play Gwent, uh, they will feel right at home. But none of the cards do the same things, so that's completely useless. Don't assume you know any of that stuff. 
Uh, they literally just, you know, the two games are completely separate executables. If you launch, if you try to launch Throne Baker from the Gwent menu, because it's in there, it goes, this will close Gwent and launch Throne Breaker. <laughs> and vi- <laughs> vice versa, if you try to click on multiplayer inside Throne Breaker. Um, but, you know, you're earning cards back and forth for both versions, um, you know, earning all kinds of, you know, achievements and stuff in their system that give you points in the multiplayer that you can spend on skill trees and all this stuff. Whoa. That's yeah. kind of a big thing. Wait a minute. The multiplayer so has skill trees now. Okay. So multiplayer has skill trees. So you earn multiplayer stuff by playing this paid paid game? Yep. Uh, the skill, I guess, the, to be clear, the skill trees are for unlocking, like, crafting materials so you can craft cards or, you know, the equivalent of gold in Hearthstone so you can buy more packs or the equivalent of dust in Hearthstone so you can craft more cards or craft premium cards. Uh, but you also can unlock leaders, uh, which are the, you know, the leaders of your decks in Gwent, kind of the the main army person. And they are no longer cards, it sounds like. Correct. They are all unlocked via these skill trees. Uh, and each okay. faction has a skill tree in which you unlock all the leaders. And then each leader has their own skill tree, which you can use to unlock, like, additional skins and uh, other, like, uh, fancy things about that leader. My goodness. Okay, yeah. so the reason the reason for the cost of this game is starting to become a lot more clear. Well, you get a lot of free premium cards in Gwent by buying this, you know, first off. But like oh, the okay. thing, the th- uh, I wouldn't say that's the attraction, at least not for me. The reason it it costs so much is clearly they had to put a bunch of time designing all these characters, getting voices, you know, building all this stuff out. If this um, wasn't connected to Gwent, would you feel like the price was worth it? Maybe? I don't know. It's tough to say. I, I don't really play the multiplayer Gwent, so I'm not really getting much out of that. Mm-hmm. I've I booted up a little bit here and there um, just to kind of see you know, how this stuff is connecting. But um, I, I just like the game. I like the story. I, I, I just wish playing the card game in the single-player RPG was more fun. Well, let's talk about the card game for a second. How do they dump you into it? Like, uh, oh, here's story, here's story, here's story, now fight with cards? Like, it, Or is it supposed to be simulating a battlefield? Yeah, it's like an analog of the battlefield. The, I see. The, okay. Uh, the battleground uh, in Gwent has two rows on each side. There's a melee row and a ranged row. And the ground that those rows are placed on looks like wherever you vaguely are in the game. So it's like, oh, you're in the fields of Lyria, there's some... You know, uh, some farms over here, and there's a little bit of like you know tilled soil over there, and a person standing next to a notice board and stuff like that. They've removed the siege row. That is not part of the game anymore. Wow. And off the bat, is it similar in terms of oh, these are single units? Are you talking more like oh, these are my horsemen and those are my yeah? It's definitely like you know, just like in. In most card games, you'll have a card that is the idea of a thing, and then a card that is literally just a person. Right, you know, okay. This, this one is like, this is the arbalist, and he shoots a thing at the bad guys. Now, as this game goes on, are you earning more cards or more characters or more units, yes. etc.? So you'll as you go on, you have uh, your camp has an upgrade tree uh, by which you can unlock the ability to craft cards uh, using currencies that you find inside the game. Uh, which are wood and gold. As you run around on the map, you pick those up. Or as you win battles, you can earn them. Or, you know, they give you some for 
doing things in the various main quests or side quests. Can you earn that stuff on the Gwent side of this? Um, no, not directly. Not yet, okay. anyway, as far as I've seen. Uh, there yeah. are some upgrades that are like, oh, every time you finish a battle, earn some amount of gold uh, or recruits, which is the other uh, resource that you have that is basically like people. You have to spend people to do stuff in some cases. Well, if StarCraft yeah. taught me Your anything, army. you should be picking uh, economy choices. Yeah, I mean, of course, earning gold and, and people <laughs> after every battle is a good deal, right? So, um, But I, the, some of the puzzles are really fun. Like, there was one where I had to fight a manticore. Uh, I really liked that fight. Uh, the manticore is represented by three cards and three cards uh, on the two rows, all sort of lined up to create one picture of a manticore. And, like, you know, the two wings on the two sides of the head in the back row, each wing does something different, and the head does something, and then the tail and the two hands do stuff. Uh, so, like, all the cards act independently, but you have to kill the head to win, uh, that kind of a thing. Uh, that was a really cool puzzle. Um, and there are some other good ones uh, that I've run into so far. But, like, when you just fight against an army of stuff, it has so far not felt that great. Uh, I guess I'm playing on the normal difficulty. Uh, there's an easier difficulty in which you are actually apparently allowed to skip the main story battles if you want. Huh. Uh, I thought that, too, but... Okay, I guess, if you just want to see the story. Uh, and there's a harder difficulty where people say, actually, if you were, like, good at Gwent, this is not that much harder. Um, <laughs> okay. I have not messed with that harder difficulty because I really don't see any need to. Yeah, you probably don't gain much benefit from it. Yeah, it just sounds like it just makes the battles harder. So if you were looking for more challenge on that end, which at this point I am not, uh, it's there for you. Wow. Okay. But okay. Well, it, it, it's fun so far. I mean, I'm enjoying the story. If you like the world of The Witcher and those games and the lore and stuff, this has a lot of that stuff. So, okay. So if you if you're into Witcher, you should probably grab this. Yeah, like On if sale. you like that right. lore or those books and that stuff, then yeah. Yeah. Right on. Cool, man. Well, uh, I kind of something caught my eye, uh, and I think probably. Michael's eye too, maybe even JJ's eye. We're all are we all PlayStation kids? I was not. Um, no, I I came to. I think I had a, I had a PlayStation for a hot minute, and then got a PlayStation <laughs> two, pretty much right right after it. Fair enough. Uh, I certainly was a yeah. PlayStation kid. Yeah, I had a I had a lucky dose of both. N64 and PlayStation. Um, the classic is coming. We've kind of noted it before. Yeah, so Sony As, decided to to jump on this train after, you know, Nintendo's roaring success. I would quote ourselves as tepid in our response. $99. Too much money, first of all. No dual shocks. No Dual Shocks, and uh, they hadn't li released a list of games, but now they have. I think they said, like, "Hey, here's a couple games. Like, yo, Final Fantasy VII is on it, and we don't know what else." Basically, sure, yeah, because people would have rioted if that one were not on there. <laughs> Who wants to do the honors? Because I think we should react to each of them. All right, I'll read it down. Uh, okay, because I don't have a lot of opinions about a lot of these. I think uh, Battle Arena Toshinden. Silence. Very early PlayStation game. No opinions. Nope. Yeah. 
I can't say I blame anyone there. Uh, cool Borders 2. Nope. Why not SSX? That's what I want to know. Uh, oh, good question. Good question. I good, like the other SSX out. games, like SSX, SSX 2 was, or whatever. Yeah. That's a good pull. Uh, Destruction Derby. Why not Vigilante 8? Or why not Destruction Derby 2, which is a much better version than Destruction Derby 1? True. Also true. Uh, it, Michael, any opinions there? No. Like most, you know, most of these are are not ones that I really played, so... Yeah. Uh, obviously, they have Final Fantasy VII. We went over that. I assume we all kind of feel that's your headliner, right? Yeah, that should be on there, right? That's the, you know, that's a real tough thing to call your headliner, especially as we get later in this list. Because honestly, who needs that game on a classic, right? Yeah, there are lots of ways to play that. It's on the PC. It's on the Vita. It's on the PlayStation Two. It's and on the, the PlayStation Three and the Four and the. So I I think yeah everyone that will get, wants a PlayStation Classic would have rioted if they couldn't have had FF7 on it and they had to put it on it to sell this system. But I don't even know that that's a draw really. Like they had to put other games on here to draw. So let's see what else is on here. Grand Theft Auto. One. Didn't even know you could play it on PlayStation. I thought it was only a PC game. Yeah, the original. Again, I would ask why not Grand Theft Auto 2, which I think most people consider a much better game. That was a PlayStation 2 game? Was it? Grand Theft Auto 3 definitely was a PlayStation 2 game. I think Grand Theft Auto 2 was a PlayStation 2 game, but... uh... Mm, Okay, well, that's a good reason then, I guess. People will be disappointed going back to original GTA, I think. (laughs) You know what? It's not that bad. Again, though, on a PC. Because it's very, you know, direction... It's like... WASD is kind of useful. Yeah. Or I guess they were the arrow keys at that point in time, but not not so hot, I would say. Yeah, I'm sure there's someone who wants that. It's just not me. And it sounds like maybe not any of us. <laughs> I'm wrong. It was PlayStation, not PlayStation 2. So yeah, why not GTA 2? Why not GTA 2? That's just an all-around better game if that's on this system. Agreed. Uh, okay. Uh, Intelligent Cube. Q-U-B-E. I don't... I don't know what that game is. I don't know what that game I, is. I got, no, I got nothing for you. Okay. So, dud. Moving right along. Jumping Flash. Don't know that one. Uh, this was on demo discs that I played. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you put a demo <laughs> disc game on uh, here? It's, it's, uh, you play as a mechanical rabbit, and you're collecting carrots. Uh, it's an okay game. Again, I will ask, why not Jumping Flash 2, which was probably a much better game. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh well, I mean, okay, Jumping Flash. Sounds like kind of whatever. Yeah. Uh, Here's a good one, probably. Metal Gear Solid? I would argue that this was almost, if not more important, than Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, I kind of think you had to have this. Yeah. This game could not have not been on here. Yeah. It not being announced at the start was rather worrying, um, so I'm glad that it is here. Mr. Driller? I mean, it's a. I have good memories of this game, but I don't know that it's a game that I would jump out and play again now. I don't, uh, JJ, I don't I'm gonna think I'm I've gonna ever played that game. Give you an opportunity to ask a question. Okay. Who is Mr. Driller? N- no. Oh, I don't know what the question is. Why not Mr. Driller too? Oh, was there a Mr. <laughs> Driller too? I don't even know. <laughs> See, it goes to show. 
Was there a Mr. Um, Driller 2? I saw it on the Game Boy. I don't know if it was on the PlayStation. Odd that they would put a game that got ported to the Game Boy on this. Well, right. No, I mean, I mean, I saw Mr. Driller 2 on the Game Boy because I played it on the Game Boy, but I don't know if Mr. Driller 2 was on the PlayStation. Oh, got it. Okay. So I would have to look that up. Certain, anyway. Certainly an interesting Not, Im- not as important. Yeah. Uh, Odd World Abe's Odyssey. Okay. I rem- also a game that I think should have to be here. Yeah, I think a lot of people uh, saw that game on the PlayStation for sure. Have you played any of those Odd World games, Michael? I haven't. You know, I've I've seen them a lot over the years, like back in the day at at Blockbuster. My friend, there's an Odd World bundle with some of them having HD graphics now. I don't know that you want to go back to play this one, but there are <laughs> uh, some of those games that are very interesting. I would say if you could find a copy of Munch's Odyssey. That that is a fantastic game, and I think that might be also one of the ones that has an HD. Okay, uh, I think they're on Steam, usually on sale. <laughs> so, <laughs> on sale off their off the their Odd four World. dollar. Yeah, the Oddworld games are really good. They're fun. Or uh, the Stranger, the one with the Stranger. Which Stranger's Wrath, I think. Stranger's Wrath. I think that's a good game. That's for the that's Xbox, a- I thought. Uh, yeah, but I think it's out. I think you can still get it. Oh, yeah, it might still be out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one, too. Right. Um, I mean, I think that's a good inclusion here. I don't know Absolutely. who I don't know who wants that, but it's definitely something that people would get. Again, needed to be on here. There's yeah. like three so far that needed to be on here. Uh, next is Rayman. Needs to be on here. Number yep. one. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good inclusion. People will certainly play that again. It probably yeah. holds I, up. I enjoyed that one back in the day. Yeah. I do seek out... Uh, these types of runs on AGDQs for a reason. Rayman is a good game. Yeah. Uh, next is Resident Evil Director's Cut. Resident th- Evil games have never been my bag, but I think that it, knowing other people that love them, uh, friends of the show, etc., mm-hmm. I think that might fall into our previous category of had to be here, but I don't know. Is... Mm-hmm. Again, is this a case where it should have been Resident Evil 2? <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> How many times can we... Was Resident Evil has been re-released a bunch of times. I mean, there was the RE make yeah. and all that stuff. Like, they've, yeah. they've done lots of versions of this game. I think you can play yep. this other places, and it's probably better than this version. Probably. Get guaranteed. Yeah. So, that's kind of a bummer for them. Okay. Uh, the next one is Revelations Persona. This is the first... Persona game? The one that you have an opinion about? Uh, my opinion is that they should have been Persona 2. <laughs> I can't take Noted. Uh, I've Noted. never actually played this game, uh, to be clear, but I've seen that opinion floating around on the internet a lot. Also, I've never played Persona 2. Oh, God. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> uh, I never realized how good the PlayStation was like four years into its cycle. Yeah, there are a lot of great games uh, on the PlayStation, but... So far, oh. we haven't seen a lot of them on here. Oh, uh, God. All right, moving along. Uh, Ridge Racer Type 4. Oh. You guys play any Ridge Racers? I did play some Ridge Racers, and most of them are good. I don't remember Type 4 uh, apart from any of the other ones. Mike, Michael? No, I don't. I don't remember it in particular. 
you got to put some car racing games on here. So I guess that's the one. But I mean, they have Destruction Derby, and well, we'll get to some more. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. I don't. I don't know really anything about Ridge Racer. So, you know, go for it. I guess. Uh, the next is Super Puzzle Fighter Two Turbo, which is a fun game. But hmm, there's an HD version of that game, and maybe you should play that instead. The first minute I thought you said it had Super Street Fighter Two Turbo, I was nope. like, "Whoa, wait a minute! I don't, I don't think that that was a PlayStation." Game. It was not. No, this is yeah. Super Puzzle Fighter Two Turbo, uh, which is a good game. But again, there's an H- HD version of that. You should probably play that. Instead. Right? Did you ever play that one, Michael? Or even Andrew? Did you play that? Super Puzzle Fighter. No, no I did no. not play this one. It's like it's one of those ones where you build up blocks and they get bigger, and then you use ge- they make gems and you break them with gem breaks. And... Oh yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. It's yeah. one of those kind of puzzle games. It's a good game. Uh, you know, competitive puzzle game. Uh, next is Siphon Filter. Yep. Why not Siphon Filter Two? I think that's a good question to ask. Was that on PlayStation <laughs> Two? I don't know. I don't know, but uh, Siphon I've, Siphon Filter, the first one, was extremely popular. I don't know if Siphon Filter Two was better. Yeah, I don't. I also don't know because it was like the MGS fighter, you know, yeah. like oh Siphon mm-hmm. Filter versus MGS, and so that's why I think it got popular right off the bat. But I don't remember two. I also do not. So. Okay. Uh, next is Tekken Three. I think that's probably, probably had to be on here. Yeah, I think that one definitely had to be on here. It's you, the only is it the only Tekken. fighting game on the list. No, we had Battle Arena Toshinden, which is also a fighting oh, game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you had to have a Tekken on on here, and definitely. that that one, from what I recall, was one of the more popular ones. And I think Tekken Four was PlayStation Two, so I think this is the one you had to have definitely. Yep. 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 Uh, next is Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. I know nothing Garbage about this pile game. of a game. <laughs> Great on the PC, garbage pile of a game on the PlayStation. Okay, I do nothing, especially about that. without a DualShock. Yeah, so the, maybe we'll circle back around to the thoughts about DualShock. We're almost through this list here. Uh, next okay. is Twisted Metal, Car Combat. Why not Twisted Metal Two? Why not Twisted Metal Two? <laughs> it's a better game. <laughs> it's a way better game. Way better game. Uh, and. Uh, Michael, did you ever play any of those car combat games? Vigilante 8 would have served here instead of Vigilante this. Vigilante 8 yeah. is not as popular as Twisted Metal. You're very by, right. By a yard and a half. But I would argue that Vigilante 8 2 is one of the best one of the best games that I played on PlayStation. And as a car combat game was far deeper than the Twisted Metal series because it had a single player campaign for every car. That's cool. Wow. Yeah, it was legit. I, I really liked that game, and there was a lot of hidden stuff in it to do. So if preference, I would love to have the Vigilante 8 games on here, but uh, Twisted Metal 2 really needed to be the one. <laughs> that was on yeah. It was uh, the most... I, everybody's house had Twisted Metal 2. Yeah, I definitely remember that. Uh, and then our final game here, um, Wild Arms. <clears throat> wild arms 2 <clears throat> also wild arms 2 should be in there instead of this <laughs> it's wild arms is an old rpg it's good but wild arms 2 was just better um wild arms 2 took every idea they had in wild arms and they're like cool so we established a universe let's make a good game yes <laughs> uh i would just argue they should just cut wild arms completely and put Su- Suikoden it into here instead uh that would have been also very good 
but wow. So I like the. So I have a question. And then actually, I would cut like a bunch of other games on this and put stuff like Xenogears and like other games. But you know, did you read the comments, JJ? I don't need to read the comments to know people want that <laughs> game because it's amazing. I have so, a. Go ahead, Andy. Oh, sorry. I I just have a a question. Why no FF Tactics or Chrono Cross? So or, that that actually battle. So that uh, leads in really well. So if you go down to the the yeah. very first, let comment me read the, the comment by the author. It's, go ahead, yeah, Michael. It's you. good. <laughs> so the uh, Jason Schreier wrote this for Kotaku, and he made the first comment on it, which is my list would include Suikoden one and two, Lunar one and two, good games. Saga Frontier, Xenogears, oh, yeah, yeah, Final Xenogears. Fantasy Tactics, yeah. Yeah, Brave Fencer Musashi, good Breath of Fire three, very Chrono good Cross. Vagrant Story, Ogre Battle, Grandia, and so on. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. Way to go, Jason Schreier. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Okay, so to Jason Schreier's point and our point about saying, where are all the sequels? It's so egregious at this point I mean, that I have to wonder whether they have a like expansion pack or a second one of these planned already with all the So hear me out, though. There's two or three other things that you can think about. There's... There's no Symphony of the Night in this game, yep. right? Uh, which that's a big overlook. I think Brave Fencer Musashi would also have been a really good call. But you know what else that are that's a, was a really big deal during the time of this? Crash Bandicoot, and you know what yep. else? Spyro, and you know what else beyond both of those? Friggin' Tomb Raider. None of those games HD remakes. are on here. That doesn't matter. But so do some of the ones on the so list. So do some of the ones on this list. Yeah, Resident Evil, Super Puzzle Fighter, like. I would say the crash one is the most readily uh, described as brand new in terms of its release, so maybe they didn't. Sure, you know. and there's the Spyro's re-releases that there's are either a Spyro out one that no, that one's older coming, though. But oh, is it coming? It hasn't. I don't know. There's Spyro games coming out. Uh, that's a re-release of all well, the old ones. So, man, it really feels like this is like ripe for someone to say, "Oh, and by the way, those little." Slots on the front for memory cards are actually going to be 20 game expansion slots. That would really suck. Yeah. Well, if it was five bucks, 10 bucks. Yeah, but it won't be. That's not how yeah. this goes. Fair But, point. like, you know, as Schreier's post alludes to, you could literally take every single game here and fill it with 20 RPGs, and there would be someone who would buy it. Like, Fair. maybe me. Yeah, at, um, that, at that point, it becomes, like, much more of a consideration. I know that, like, a lot of these games are from early on in the PlayStation's life. Like, I think Battle Arena Toshinden was a launch game. Uh, you know, some of these are... Jumping Flash also might have been a launch game. Like, th- a lot of these games are quite old in the terms of, you know, the length of time that system was out. I assume that they did that because they didn't want any game that supported DualShock to get involved here. Um mm-hmm. Which is lame because they should have just included dual shocks and like made this good. And then you could have included Ape Escape, which is like an awesome game. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I'm thinking second console with dual shocks is got to be in the work, right? I guess maybe depending on how this sells, which you assume it would sell well. Also, no Jet Moto, first of all. Yep, another no series. Jet Moto is egregious. I feel like this is going to have a much more mixed reaction because compared to the the NES Classic and in particular the SNES Classic, there seems to be a, a more 
egregious list of games that were left off. I think also there was just a lot of games that a lot of well, people played on the PS1. Yeah, there was a bit, probably a bigger library. I don't know if it was a bigger library uh, per se or that they had more locked content. They definitely had a lot more Sony-developed content than Nintendo had Nintendo-developed content. Yeah, you could get, you know, all the... As an example, on the SNES, right, you could... A lot of people liked playing Super Star Wars. Well, Super Star Wars is on the Genesis and, you know... Sure. So the the fan base is split for that type of game, and it then becomes kind of more of like a, oh, I liked that game game, whereas like a Jet Moto or... I just wonder that like metal or... a lot of these games are games that you could get and play other places. Like, why would I get them and play them on this? I just, you know, they didn't yeah. really lean hard into the stuff you can't find other places. There are definitely certain games that you know, the PS one has that either have never been re-released, um, which, you know, maybe they didn't want to do the work to port them to some kind of, you know, PlayStation emulator, uh, or, you know, their licensing was too complicated or whatever, but, you know, that's the stuff that would make this valuable to people, games that are hard to get otherwise. Um, and these are all extremely easy to find, I would say. Hmm. Oh, well. But it's not like the SNES did that either, I guess, you know, in their defense. It's just popular stuff, so. Yeah. Should we move on from PlayStation to... uh to maybe some some amazing predictions we had here on this show. Yeah, I think you guys. Uh, we didn't try to predict the place, you know, the PlayStation Classic games, but we did try to predict some BlizzCon stuff. Mm. And we were right, JJ. There's no bands. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's wrong. No, I'm pretty sure there's no band this year. There is one band. <laughs> and. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I have not listened to Train since I was in my late teens. I didn't know who Train was. Oh, come on, man. Really? You've been, you've been to an Angels game? I, probably. That doesn't They've mean used I, that I know. that song for 20 years. Doesn't mean I know who they are. <laughs> true, true. Uh, they're actually doing a, we were, so my prediction was it was either going to be nothing or huge. Um, I would argue that this lies in the nothing category (laughs) for some people. They will enjoy train and remembering their high school years fondly, maybe hopefully for them. They're doing a music festival on three separate stages. Yeah. I'm not sure how this works. Uh, but it sounds like at least some of the bands are playing like, cause some of the stuff is getting simulcast in the other locations and then they're like going back and forth. Are they all playing shorter sets or something? I'm very confused as to how it would work. Yeah. They're all starting back to back to back on three different stages. So I guess they're, they're piping them in because they lowered the floor amount for that big stage. Right. Right. So I assume that big stage gets trained. I believe that's how it looks like if you go to their, like, schedule or whatever. DJ Hodor probably gets the next biggest stage. He's in the arena. Yeah, and then the uh, violin dubstep lady gets the third one. Lindsey Sterling and Kirsten, I forget his last name. 
Anyway, yeah, DJ Hodor. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew seems to be very down on this because he likes a specific type of music and is not open to other stuff. I'm not saying that Hold this on. is like as good as the years we've seen Metallica or had like Hold big popular bands, on. but Andrew seems to be very down on this idea. I think it might be no. fun. There's no way. I don't dislike the idea. Okay. Okay. But I would even be fine if two of these were still the, what they are now. But I think loading up the box as your big band for the end of the night of your thing as Train really didn't sell the idea to me. I mean, I don't think Train is the headliner here. I think that the you DJ, DJ Hordor is the headliner here. Bigger, yes, absolutely. <laughs> How so? He's more popular than Train. <laughs> no. Yes. Now, percent yeah. wrong. Maybe if you're 45 and over, you like train more, but I think people that are our age and younger would probably prefer EDM. Tell, tell me DJ to- Hodor's real name. Like I said, it's Kirsten uh, with an N or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's Swedish, dude. I can't pronounce that stuff. Uh, Okay. The other girl's name is Lindsay Sterling, and I think that her like violin stuff is interesting to listen to, if not necessarily good. It's interesting. Definitely. Again, both of those are fine. I just, we've gone from the Foo Fighters and Metallica. Not trying to argue that this is somehow on the level of those. Definitely not. Yeah. It just leaves you a little bit. Maybe I'll go play games during this. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Anyway, uh, the, the hype train for Diablo keeps on rolling despite blizzard's statement that we read last week on air there's not going to be diablo 4 they basically said that so there's going to be something but like what the heck would it be right so the ideas keep coming but i don't know that any of them are worth repeating and uh there's now gonna maybe be some hidden starcraft 20th anniversary stuff that they haven't talked about that people are starting to try and figure out starcraft beers i think i saw at least that and maybe more Yes, Michael. So they're, they're, beers. they're switching gears this year from doing... Uh... No beer last year. Oh, that's right. There wasn't beer last year. Nope. Which was very sad. And there was beer me. two years ago and a couple years before that also. It was okay. it was two years in a row, then they skipped... They had they still had a beer garden, but no special beers. And right. then uh, this year they're going whole hog with like four or five StarCraft-themed beers. All right. Some in cans. Oh, nice. Maybe mm-hmm. that means we'll be able to buy a bunch of them. One would hope, yeah. Bottle Logic's production is way up, so I would not be surprised. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of wraps up BlizzCon. Well, just a, a tail thing that I saw um, maybe tied in. Oh, um, There were... Data miners, as there always are these days, um, going through the code for Diablo 3 on the Switch um, and found that there it looks like there will be at least three different Diablo 3 amiibo. What? Hmm. Amiibo? Amiiboes? What? Amiiboes? Amiiboes. What? Yeah, so it sounds like they're going to be, um, one of them will be like a generic 
One of them will be a treasure goblin, and the last one was going to be a demon. Um, the first two one of them has to be Diablo, right? Uh, you know, th- there's no indication of exactly what they're going to be. This is just based on what's in the coding, huh? Um, but the first two, it sounds like, will spawn a portal, which leads to a yet-to-be-determined location. And the demon amiibo will spawn a powerful demon that you can then fight. Cool. Yeah. I want this game more and more. I didn't think that Diablo would be the game to get me to get a Switch. By all accounts, those games are pretty... The Diablo games that have come to the consoles have been pretty good. Um, Blizzard has been talking a a big game here about finally syncing the console versions up with the... PC version in terms of like having seasons and all that stuff and uh, possibly letting you access your main account through them. Yeah. Unclear to me whether that happens or not, but at least uh, getting this content to be the same where it's having all the season stuff, which is like kind of what Diablo three is these days. Right. So that's definitely good. I mean, yeah, even better if they let me access my real account, that'd be sweet. Oh, I might have to break my rule and not just buy Zelda Amiibo. Uh-oh. It's a dangerous road. It's real easy for me. I just don't buy any Amiibo. Yeah. It's a good path to have walked. A monetary sound path <laughs> to have walked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I, I got one. I'm... Wanted to touch on last week. Did you guys hear that there is a new Tetris world champion? I did hear I, that. What What kind of Tetris? So we're talking original NES Tetris. Okay. Like you have to play it on the NES? Yeah. Yeah. They all play. They all play on the NES. Okay. Um, and it's the Tetris world championships. Uh, take place every year uh, here in the states, I think, uh, or at least it was here in the states this year. And so this is not the like Grandmaster Tetris things that we see all the time on no, Asian like the newer, the newer like Uber Tetris games that are totally dominated by the Japanese players. No, this is hey, we we got like three guys. I think those are arcade Tetris. Yeah, America's got three guys. I think. Um, moving on. Yeah, so the one guy, um, Newbauer is his name, has dominated this thing for just about every year that it has been a thing. I think it's been going on since uh, at least 2010, mm-hmm. and he's won like seven times. So, like, so the king he's, the he's the heavy favorite every time he shows up. And this uh, 16-year-old kid showed up and not only beat him, but swept him in a best-of-five finals. Oh, it's not like he just Whoa. got lucky in the brackets. Dang. No, no. Like, he, you know, they went to head-to-head three times, and the kid took all three of them. Crazy. So, and and the thing that made it super interesting, I guess, for people who are in the know about such things, is he used a technique called hyper-tapping where most players, including Newbauer, just hold left or right and time the placement of pieces. Um, But this hyper-tapping involves, like, rapid button presses. 
I think I read it was 10 on the order of like 10 times a second. So incredibly fast and, you know, you have to be incredibly precise not to tap one time too many or one time too few. Huh. So. And, and this like gives you some sort of advantage, I assume. Uh, I, I suppose I'm, I'm not real sure what the, uh, the my pros guess, and cons are of one te- one technique over another. My guess would be that the blocks have an acceleration when you press the button. And you mm. lose the acceleration after you hold the button. So if you can tap this way, maybe you can continue. Yeah, there is. The so there is. I know from, from playing Tetris years and years ago that there is a split second after you, you push the button once and the piece moves one time, and then there's like a split second of delay before it starts moving again. So it could be that you, with the rapid taps, if you time it right, you just remove that input delay. Hmm. Hmm. Perhaps. I assume there's video uh, of this out there for people that want to watch. Yes. Yeah, there's video out there if you want to go out and and watch this kid play. uh, It is some pretty impressive Tetris playing. Oh boy. I'm just astounded anytime I watch these people who play competitive any kind of Tetris. They're just like unbelievably better than I ever could hope to be. <laughs> it's awesome. I, yeah. I still try it out every once in a while on my uh Game Boy. Yeah, we don't have those sixteen year old reflexes anymore though. Like I said, my whole body feels like it has tendonitis. <laughs> Oh, if you want to talk to us about uh, things that you are also too slow to do now. Uh, That would be podcast at weweregamers.com, our email address. Uh, Please send us uh, your opinions on stuff that we do and things we talk about. We would love to hear from you. Uh, We're also on Facebook at weweregamers on there. We're also at weweregamers on Instagram uh, and Twitter. Uh, We'll be putting stuff up there probably during BlizzCon, so want to see pics from inside the show or whatever, we'll probably post some of those. Yeah, we should at least do some recording too, right? Yeah. I I uh we definitely should record something. Okay. Yeah. We'll record some stuff at BlizzCon. Keep an eye out for that uh as it comes next week probably. If I start talking about fantasy football, I'm just going to start screaming at the top of my lungs about how I boned my own team. Rough week. I sat Cam Newton. I I listened to last week's episode today, and it popped into my head. I wonder if Andy actually played, pulled the trigger, and played Cam Newton. But who did you play instead, though? James Winston. Oh, oh no, oh no! I lost my game by five points, guys. Oh no, that's rough. I don't know what I was thinking. Not at all. I cannot believe it. Why Why would I have sat Cam Newton for Jameis Winston in any world? So I listened I can, to somebody somewhere. Start your studs, my this. dude. I can understand the calculus <sighs> because going into that game, Baltimore's defense had been balling out and both Cincy and, well, Cincy in particular, had looked to have a pretty porous pass defense especially after getting blitzed by Mahomie. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, I can understand the, the thought process that would lead you to that decision. I mean, you know, it could have been worse. You could have gotten game managed by Drew Brees. You mean yeah, the guy yeah. that I traded for Cam Newton? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why did I not just lead there. Cam Newton in the lineup if I traded for him? I don't know what I was thinking. I'm so mad at myself. I can't even see straight. Somebody else take over this section of the podcast. So um, I'll uh, I'll give you guys a, a study in night and day. Last week I uh, I had under a hundred points in our eighteen league, which is just woeful. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was the lowest score of any team to that point on the season. Uh, between all of my my players, I think I had two total touchdowns. I had before the first half of the morning slate of games were over this week, I had six. That's a low number. Uh, touchdowns? Oh, six touchdowns. Sorry, six I thought you meant six points. No, six <laughs> touchdowns. Okay, that's uh, a lot. Yeah, I wound that's up packing on. Christian McCaffrey actually shows up. Yep, along with all of the Cincinnati offense. Yeah, Joe Mixon got a few touchdowns as well. Yep, as uh, Tyler Boyd got one. I uh, had Andy Dalton to boot, so I was doubling up on it on, you know, every passing touchdown. Dude, I even had the guts to start Latavius Murray, and I made a dumb decision on my quarterback. I can't. <laughs> I gotta walk away. You guys finish. Well, uh, you know, I got like I alluded to. Uh, I have Michael Thomas and Drew Brees in a league, and I got game managed there uh, because they got up to a lead early, and a defensive pick six kind of led them to not really have the need to ever throw the ball. Uh, and Drew Brees ended the night with like an interception, 145 yards, and a passing touchdown, which was really a shovel pass on a running play. Yeah, uh, it was uh, not it was, a good night for Drew. It was a bummer. Uh, and the rest of my players did well, and I ended up losing by like the 20 points that Drew Brees and Michael Thomas together should have had. Yeah. Uh, so Man. I feel you on that. I also started the Indianapolis Colts as a defense um, because I'm streaming uh, and I'm an idiot. And they very nearly got me negative points. They Ooh. salvaged it at the very end because the Raiders are bad. <laughs> so I... That mean they got one, so I won't be doing that anymore. Yeah, I I managed to snag the New England. My defense was on bye, so I snagged the New England defense off the waiver wire, which worked out to the tune of another twenty points thanks to a late game pick six. And I got, uh, I thought I was cute. I'm like Oakland's been doing bad. I'll start the defense playing against Oakland. Ha ha. Well, nope, no. Nope. Both those teams out, scored Amari a lot of points. Cooper was bad. Both those teams just scored a lot of points and everything was good for everyone except me. You know, I mentioned to you guys before the weekend that I was thinking about drop, not dropping maybe, but at least not starting Chicago without Mac. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about putting in the Seahawks defense. They got 10 points and the, the um, Chicago got five. So again, I would have won my game. Bummer. Hindsight. Well, I held them through a bye, and I was like, they got to get better again. But I guess they're not just they're not going to do it. Anyway. Well, I guess all we can say is uh, on to next week. <laughs>